0: What's up, everybody? Welcome to Uncommon Grounds, a production of the Quinnipiac University podcast studio. This is a podcast about students from our School of Communications. On this episode of Uncommon Grounds, host Chris Roush interviews Cassidy Berger, a senior public relations major who serves as marketing director for Q30 Television. Cassidy discusses her role with Q30 and the social media efforts the organization has taken in reconnecting with its alumni. Cassidy also shares her experience interning at the John F. Kennedy Center in DC and her love for that city. My name is Mike Bachman, and I'm the producer of the show. I am also a graduate student in Quinnipiac School of Communications. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. Uncommon Grounds is hosted by Chris Roush, Dean of the School of Communications. Hope you enjoy, and thanks for listening.
1: Welcome to Uncommon Grounds. This is a podcast about Quinnipiac University School of Communication students. My name is Dean Chris Roush, and joining us today is Cassidy Berger. Cassidy is a public relations student in the school. Cassidy, thank you for joining us.
2: Thank you for having me.
1: Let's start with your new job at Q30 TV. You are going to be marketing director for the student-run TV station uh, this next year. What all does that mean?
2: So that means running social media accounts, making all of the materials that go front facing to the public, whether that be the involvement fair or open houses. Um, we are starting a new marketing committee in the fall of making this a larger part of our, our organization, of getting more people involved behind the scenes stationwide. We are so excited that we are expanding our presence on social media and we're doing a lot of new cool things like the remote shows we did this year.
1: So one of the cool things that I've noticed about Q30 social media is on Facebook, you guys have been involving or inviting old alums to post pictures and old videos of their time at Q30 from 10 years ago, 15 years ago, 20 years ago. How did that come about?
2: Well, the, um, the history page project that we've been working on for a long time just culminated in this, really awesome story of our organization, and we invited alumni to share their footage, pictures, stories of how they've interacted with Q30 over the years, and I really love seeing all their posts in the alumni Facebook group, because even though the picture might be from after a newscast in 2003, the smiles, the memories, they're the same exact feeling you get when you do this, the same exact newscast in 2019, 2020, and you can see that People are, like, genuinely friends behind the camera, behind and off camera, and that has always been a constant for what we do as an organization, and the history page is done, it's on, it's on, it's live on our website, and it is really, really cool to read through.
1: How did you get involved with Q30? As a public relations student, I, I, I don't see too many PR students involved with the TV station.
2: Yeah, there are not many PR majors in Q30, but there are a few, but, um, I knew about Q30 and Quinnipiac as a whole through an alum, Carrie Golden, who went to my high school. And I saw what she was doing on camera. And I said, I want to do that day one and followed through on that. And it's great because you don't have to wait until your senior year to go on camera for Q30. I was on air three weeks into school. And I think that's a great facet of what we offer. But yeah, Carrie was the one who introduced me to Quinnipiac as a whole.
1: But now you're, you're on the other side of the camera. Uh, why did you decide to make that switch?
2: Well, I started as both a general member for working on the newscast in our news department, and then a writer crew member for Quinnipiac Tonight, which is our SNL style late night show. And then I transitioned into an associate producer for the newscast this past fall semester, and now I'm marketing director. So. I'm really looking forward to doing like a station wide role for the organization and I get to learn more about the sports department, which I didn't have as much experience in up till this point and get to know a lot of people that make our content as great as it is. And it's a great way to expand actual real life skills as well, being a PR major.
1: Okay. You mentioned uh, that there was an alum uh, that introduced you to Quinnipiac. How did did, did you get to Quinnipiac, and and what attracted you to come to the university?
2: It's a funny story. I went to a very, very small high school. I graduated with 53 kids, and so a lot of people didn't go very far for school. I I live in New York, upstate New York, but Quinnipiac was the last school I visited. I visited school starting when I was like a freshman in high school. I was always very geared towards going to college. And I changed what I wanted to do significantly. It seemed like every year, I was very much into STEM related stuff. And then I was looking at business schools. Then I thought I was gonna go to law school after college. And that is 100% not happening anymore. And then I saw Quinnipiac and getting out of the car and being screamed at of like, welcome to the school was like the selling moment, I would say. My dad and I both like looked at each other and like, oh, this is a good vibe. This is a really inviting atmosphere. And then the place is gorgeous. I never visited on anything less than a sunny, beautiful day. I have seen so many schools. I've heard so much about different academic programs. I can live here. I can be, I can envision myself being me here and I'll find what I want to do next. And I did, I changed my major at orientation from law and society to undeclared communications. And then I declared PR like seven weeks into freshman year.
1: <laughs> so what made you decide on public relations?
2: I decided on public relations because I saw it as more skills-based than narrow, like pigeonholing myself into a career after. I thought I can take the skills of learning go anywhere. And for me, that was really important because, like I said, I had very different career envisions like pathways in my head for so long that I didn't want to keep narrowing myself down. So I saw PR as really great foundational skills to build upon later on.
1: And and what do you want to do with that after you graduate? Would a, give me the Cassidy Berger career goal.
2: I really, really loved my my recent internship that I had at the John F. Kennedy Center for the Performing Arts. And really, I loved it so much that I would love to work there in that, in the PR department one day. I think with theater or performing arts really is my favorite thing. It's like the same, it's exact industry I wanna work in and being able to work in PR and combine that was what I was looking for for my internship in DC, but really what I wanna do as a career. And there, obviously there's not gonna be that immediately after graduation because I know in the Kennedy Center, example, they're closed for the rest of the year. (laughs) Performances are canceled. But um, I'm really looking forward to seeing the arts industry rebound from this and seeing them adapt in ways to make arts stay a part of our lives as we're apart. It's been really inspiring.
1: So you did the John F. Kennedy Center through the QU and DC program?
2: I did. I love DC, (laughs) love it.
1: So what, what, uh, what was the impetus behind that? Why, why did you want to do QU in DC for a semester?
2: Well, I was looking for that as like a criteria of looking for schools. Like I, yes, I also wanted to go abroad, but DC first because I want to live in DC at one point in my life and I wanted to set up networks there first. I've been to DC before. I really, I'm a big history buff too. So like I love going to the sites. I loved going on any tour of any museum. And I really did try to pack in as much as that I could in the seven weeks I was there before we were sent home this past semester. But just—it like, it feels like you're part of the action every day in DC. I got to see the impeachment trials. I thought that was gonna be the newsworthy event of the year that I'd see there, and then we got shut down. So <laughs> I got to see two world-changing events in DC.
1: Favorite museum in DC?
2: I would always say the uh, Smithsonian Smithsonian American History Museum, but I saw the African History Museum and that was really, it was really cool to see that too. And I need more time to like spend there. But again, it was one of those things like, I'm going to be here next weekend. I can go back things. So it's going to be added back to my bucket list.
1: Did you, did you go to the national portrait gallery when you were there?
2: That was the last thing I did before of the week, uh, the weekend before being shut down. It was just, it was so cool. My roommates me like, do you want to go to the national portrait gallery tonight? I'm like, sure. I'll hop on the Metro and get there anytime.
1: Yeah. So I had never been to the national portrait gallery until two or three years ago. And my, my wife and I went and, um, the Obama portrait blew me away. Just how striking it was. Uh, just the, the bright colors. It was it was one of my two favorites.
2: Yeah, I had a moment there. I was walking through. Um, it's in the in in the arts wing. There is a portrait of the opera singer Denise Graves, and I just had like, whoa! What is my internship life right now? Because I literally just emailed her management for my internship that day, and here's her portrait in the National Portrait Gallery. It was like, this is insane that I get. Resp- this much responsibility in my internship.
1: Very cool. My, my two favorites were Obama and Pedro Martinez, the pitcher for the Boston Red Sox. <laughs> so that kind of shit tells you where my, my mind is, I guess. <laughs> Did you go to the Spy Museum?
2: I had been there before. I didn't go, go this semester, but that was really yeah. cool.
1: Yeah, I think the Spy Museum is pretty cool too.
2: Yeah, I've also been to the Holocaust Museum and that was intense. Very yeah. well done, intense.
1: Yeah. When uh when my kids were younger, uh we lived in Charlottesville, Virginia, and so DC was two hours away. And uh, we would make day trips out of going to the uh the Air and Space Museum uh as well. They they loved that as as little kids.
2: I love just being on the mall, the national mall during sunset. I'm a local for <laughs> four months. <laughs>
1: So you did another internship for a PR firm in Albany, New York. Uh, What was that like?
2: Yeah, it was the first exposure I really had to the daily workings of a PR agency. I interned at Baker PR in Albany. Um, I really enjoyed getting to see the president and CEO of the company, Megan Baker, um, transition her career from a career in broadcast journalism to uh, starting up her own PR agency. And I found that story really inspiring. That's how I worded that in my application. I'm doing this on campus right now. I would like to follow your footsteps. Um, Because at the time I was producing for the newscast on campus. And it was really interesting getting to see how the work is balanced between having multiple clients and they were just starting their podcast and video cast series called Influence Her. So I got to see the very groundwork of that um, and hear those inspiring stories of women in the capital region. And it was a great first look into the world of PR, especially in Albany, um, where there's a lot of opportunities growing, <laughs> I should say.
1: So you mentioned career goal would be going to work for back to the John F. Kennedy Center. If you, you thought about uh, the whole idea of in-house work, working for a place like that versus agency work?
2: that was. The next question I had when I finished my internship at Baker PR, that was my next question for myself. Was like, I wanna get the in-house experience next. And I really, really liked that at the Kennedy Center, especially because at the Kennedy Center, they have their PR department focus on PR and then the marketing department takes social media. So they're separate. So I really got to focus on the PR skills there. Something really particular for the Kennedy Center, I was working on Playbills, which I found really, really cool getting to contact all the artists or their management directly, and then learning the playbill style. I found that really cool, especially as a history buff. Um, getting to feel like you were putting the other piece of the center's history was the best moment, I could say. Um, I got to see some really cool shows there. I had some really cool shows lined up in April, but we'll have to see if they can come back at some point. Yeah.
1: All right, since you're a, since you're a history buff and, and since you like performing arts, have you seen Hamilton?
2: I've watched it twice this weekend already, now that it's on Disney+. Plus, um, oh. Hamilton was coming to the Kennedy Center this summer. All, obviously, all those performances have been canceled, but I was there for their on-sale day. Um, getting to learn, I wasn't exactly in the bunker, but getting to see the marketing team prepare for that was really, really insightful because they had learned a lot from the previous years on sale day but getting to see those meetings be on the inside be in the room in the room where it happens if you will (laughs) um (laughs) i really like going to the team meetings because they also wanted to hear what i had to say what i was working on for those weeks and it feels like i had a lot of trust and a lot of responsibility in that internship from day one and they also have a really really well developed intern program so we were doing Curriculum support every week. Us interns, we would do a, what it was called Casey class every Wednesday. We were learning about different aspect of arts administration, and we were hearing from department heads every week and hearing guest speakers. And we were supposed to present a gap analysis project that we were going to research and present about the Kennedy Center. Obviously, it has been canceled, <laughs> but they really invest in their interns and i was really impressed with that and that's what drew me to it too Yeah, my favorite days at my internship were when we when i was offered to go with them to bring talent to their tv interviews so really cool getting to meet talent and go to the tv stations in alexandria and i'll always remember those days because i am a huge fan of musical theater so i got to meet some really cool musical theater stars who's
1: the, who's the most famous person you got to meet
2: Megan Hilti and Cheyenne Jackson, they were there for around Valentine's Day and got to bring them to their TV interviews, and they were very, very nice. Wow. Mm-hmm. I don't know, being a huge Broadway fan, I'm really excited to get up at 5 and head to the Metro to get to Alexandria.
1: All right, Cassidy, last question. What do you what do you hope to accomplish in your last year at Quinnipiac?
2: I would like to make take advantage of any opportunity possible because – not only is this the last year of living with friends, but um, I love the faculty I've encountered every semester I've had. So I wanna take advantage of their knowledge, their expertise and get advice for life beyond Quinnipiac. And I'm really excited because I really have enjoyed my time at Quinnipiac so far. Not one more year to go.
1: All right, Cassidy, I appreciate your time today. This has been great.
2: Thank you so much.
0: That was Chris Rausch interviewing Cassidy Berger, a senior public relations major who serves as marketing director for Q30 Television. On Common Grounds is hosted by Chris Rausch, Dean of the School of Communications at Quinnipiac University. The show is produced by myself, Mike Bachman. Our executive producer and director of community programming is David DeRoche. To learn more about all of our podcasts, visit qu.edu slash podcast. You can listen to our podcasts on the platform or app of your choice. And be sure to check us out on Twitter and Instagram at QUPodcasts. If you have a story to share or something you want us to talk about, find us on social media or shoot us an email. That address is QUPodcasts at qu.edu. On the next episode of Uncommon Grounds, Chris interviews Leah Laven, a recent graduate of Quinnipiac's first 3 Plus 1 Communications cohort. Until then, keep your distance, wash your hands, and we'll see you next time.